This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. We interrupt this program to bring you the following message. What if everything you've been told about money was a lie? It's time for the truth. Welcome to Financial Coaching Radio, where cookie-cutter financial advice just doesn't cut it. With your host, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. He's giving it to you straight and pulling back the curtains on the financial advice industry. No hidden agenda and no one-size-fits-all baby steps. Only unbiased, objective help for your entire financial life. Tackling your money questions at 893-1450. And now, here's the host of Financial Coaching Radio. Commission-free, certified financial planner, Jason Qualls. What is up? We're on the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out JasonQuallsCFP.com. If you want to jump in and be a part of the show, you can do that at financialcoachingradio.com. Click email the show. You can also follow me and the show on social media there as well. And I tell you, a couple times a day, I believe, you can listen to the show anytime, anywhere. If you click on archives at financialcoachingradio.com. Uh, let's get on to some timeless investing advice. Is investing, can it be timeless? Now, I was asked a question recently. What about trading, day trading, actively managing? And I get the excitement. I get you know, the desire to learn something new, put your mind to work, put your, your research to work, and kind of see it pay off on the investing side. And I think it's doable in a short-run basis if you have the tools and the know-how to do it. But the thing about trading, buying this stock, selling this stock, buying options, selling options, whatever your strategy is, is that it's hard to make it pay off in the long run. Can you be profitable? Certainly. You certainly want to make more than you lose, obviously, or you'd quit. But is it? are you going to make enough to justify your time? And I would say most people, if most people, if not all people, are not going to do that. The reason I have that belief is because we have professional traders that run mutual funds. We have professional traders who run hedge funds. And they struggle with it so much that what they struggle to do is basically beat a general market index like the S&P 500. So what I'm suggesting here is you have this you doing all this research. And, and if you enjoy it and it's your hobby, fine. As long as you're not losing your shirt, fine. That's, it's a, it's a break-even type thing. It's nothing like sports betting. So that makes it more enjoyable if you do it in a way that's not harmful to your financial situation and not breaking the law. And then, you know, you're, you're kind of breaking even. That makes the game more enjoyable. Do it. Same thing about investing. You're taking a small part of your overall net worth, and you're just seeing how it goes, and hopefully you're breaking even. It's something you do as a hobby. But as far as what, I'm, what I started to say about suggesting the, the two different options, you put all this time and effort into it, and you don't see any fruits of your labor. You see very little, and you know that you've been 
two times, five times, ten times better off in some cases just to go out and buy a simple index fund. That's where it comes in because professional traders, like I said, they have a hard time keeping up with it. And I want to be really clear for a moment about index investing. And I don't. I think some people get so confused. They start researching, and what they're the path that they're on with their mind is this: they're thinking, "I want to be in an investment strategy that's hey tailored to me in my financial situation." I heard Jason Qualls, CFP, say it on the radio. I know my strategy needs to be tailored to my own unique retirement and income situation. But I also want to be in a strategy that scales back the risk, cuts out a lot of my downside. Not all the downside. I know I need to have some, except some downside possibility because I need to get the upside return of outpacing inflation. But that's the mindset that gets people researching different philosophies on investing. And they come, well, I've heard a lot about this index thing. Let's go research index funds and index investing. And they get the mindset that, Investing in index funds means you go out and buy an S&P 500 index fund, which is all U.S. stocks, you know, all large company U.S. stocks, and they think that's all there is to it. And they think that they have to tolerate the huge swings of the S&P 500 or nothing. That's not what it is, folks. You still have a strategy. There's, first, got to talk about asset classes. There's stocks. There's bonds. And I'm... And I'm, I'm, I'm not going to list every single sub-asset class, but in the large, big picture, there's stocks, there's bonds, there's real estate, there's natural resources, there's commodities, and there's cash. That's basically it. You know, there's sub-asset classes of all of those. For most people, you're going to need to own stocks, bonds, and cash. And for some, they're going to want to diversify further with natural resources and commodities. While I can dispute the validity of it, I understand why people want that. Also, some people are going to want to diversify with real estate in there as well. So when we're talking about a big picture investment strategy, we know that most people need to own two, three, four, five different asset classes. The percentages, we don't know because that's tailored to each person. And then when we know the percentages that we need to own of each asset class, we go out and buy an index fund in each one of those areas. In a very simple sense, this is what it would look like. I'm not suggesting this is exactly it. It's just for radio purposes and being able to articulate it. You would have one U.S. stock fund. You would have one international stock fund. You would have one real estate fund. You would have one U.S. bond fund. One international bond fund. And maybe a money market fund or just a percentage allocated to cash. I didn't give you the percentages in each of those, but they're in each one of those funds that we bought in each one of those categories, they're tracking the index that goes along with that area. That's what index investing looks like. It's not just chucking everything at an S&P 500 fund. So I get the reservations that people have. Well, I don't want to be that aggressive. I don't want to just chuck everything and, and tolerate the full market risk. I want to protect some downside. That's where we got to get involved working with the right type of experts. You got, the internet has full of information, but we got to know how to find the right information. And I don't think you need to be doing it yourself. Just realize, hey, most car issues, you need an expert mechanic. Most medical issues, especially on surgery type stuff, you need a medical surgery expert. Same thing with finan your financial planning. You just recognize that you need help and then go find the right help. 
then they could articulate it properly. Hey, these are the major asset classes. This is the strategy of those asset classes that are tailored to what you're trying to achieve. And let's talk about how to pick individual funds in those classes that are right for you instead of just believing that everyone who believes in indexing is just checking everything in the S&P 500 fund. That right expert, I believe, is an independent fee-only certified financial planner. Learn more about that, what I do, how I do it at jasonqualscfp.com. Look, it doesn't have to be me. Just make sure you got the right type of advisor on your team. An advisor who only works for you is only paid by you and has the top credentials in the business. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Our first break is coming up. Just keep it locked in right here on WG. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Recent reports show that half of Americans don't have any of the most basic estate planning documents, like a will or powers of attorney. Folks, if you're married or have children, you can't put this off any longer. Call John Baker, estate planning attorney, right now at 896-5621. As a husband, wife, mother, or father, you owe it to your loved ones to make sure your estate plan is in order. So call John Baker at 896-5621 or go to bakercouncil.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Brew, here's what you've been missing. I think he made more of it than it really was. That's the mantra of this show. (laughs) Waking you up with news, traffic, weather, and fun. Said I was in a bad mood. In his defense, you were in a bad mood. (laughs) And things are getting off to a rousing start this morning as well. Don't miss the Wake Up Brew with John, Ryan, and Dalton. We're going to continue this love fest. Weekday mornings from 6 until 7.50 here on News Radio WGNS. I don't believe that anybody feels the way I do about you now. Welcome back on the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Joining us, Mike Collier, Philip Tennessee. And all the roads we have to walk Life insurance, all your business. Life, home, auto insurance needs can be met there with an independent agent at MIDTNINSgroup.com. That's their website. Also on the phone, 898 Mike, what's the value of shopping with an agent that represents multiple companies, not just with home auto, but all types of insurance? Because you guys do pretty much everything besides the health side. Two things. One, we save you time. Um, It it is somewhat time-consuming to individually shop your insurance. Um, We can do so with, you know, over 10 carriers at any given moment um, for you. 
no cost, free of charge. Um, second, we can give you a comprehensive look at A, the market, and B, what your coverages are, what we recommend they should be, let you know if there's any gaps that you might have you know, in your policies, and just kind of give you a general overview of, of your insurance world. How competitive is the online marketplace these days? Obviously, you have your captive carriers. They all have websites. But I mean, from an independent agent side, can you just go out and get an, a quote online from someone who's going to shop multiple companies? Or do you have to deal with a human or a local office for that? Um, I don't know of any independents that are online-based where you could just punch it in and get a bunch back. Um, usually, you have to talk to a person. I mean, obviously, there's some individual carriers out now, Hippo and some of those other ones that, that you can just go directly online and do. You had to go carrier to carrier on those, right? Typically, yes. Geico got to get one yep. quote there. Uh, they all have, a, I guess, a quoting system of all the major brand names. Sure. But you don't you don't know of anyone where you just go in, type in the same information, and get 10 different quotes. No. That's surprising given the internet age that we're in. Is there something to do with the regulations or prohibiting that? What's, what's up? Because I know you can do it with life insurance. Sure. Some of it has to do with the way the regulatory filings, you know what I mean? The states are set up to where we have this channel for you to do business, and this is how it's done. Um Others might have to do with they don't necessarily want to share all their secrets, maybe, you know, with with somebody that would need to get their hands on all the information um, without being under contract, so to speak. So uh, I think framework wise, regulatory wise, that's where you're going to run into those. Well, it's kind of cutting off the distribution system for a lot of these independent carriers because they rely on agents to send them business. They do. And if they had an online website, they all collectively got together and said, well, this just cuts out the agent, essentially. Yeah. yeah, a lot of people, though, I think the data has shown that people do like having a local person to talk to. That part of it never has changed. Um, some people don't necessarily like the fact that the only contact they would have in an emergency is an 800 number. And so it does, you know, it does behoove you to say, hey, Mike, you know, I'm here locally and so are you. There's all kind of questions you could ask about a car accident or damage. Same thing with a home and even with life insurance. I had a client dealing with this uh, just today and we still haven't really gotten to the bottom of it. And her agent has since retired. She's really not getting the answers she needs from the company itself. Right. And it happens to be something we'll talk about later in the show unclaimed death benefits this is apparently life insurance that she was owed uh, for the passing of her husband and it's been two years later and now they're just now reaching out to let her know that <laughs> she's owed some money oh well <laughs> i guess they liked hanging on to that but yes if she had a, if a local person that actually set this up still in business obviously the person retired you can't help that but that local contact would have probably helped her quicker sure absolutely so what kind of questions do you field on a regular basis from your your your, your clients uh, about any type of insurance? The biggest one that I get is how much is this going to cost? That's <laughs> like probably the biggest one. Yeah, the, it, this is too expensive. What can we do to make it better is probably the biggest thing that I hear. But as far as people having issues, is, is it about accidents they call in about or roof claims? or? or um, man, you get some pretty wacky, wacky calls. Um People just don't understand the insurance business, and it, and it's not because it's necessarily a wacky cre- question. It's just a an uninf- uninformed question most of the time. Um, but it ranges from simple to very complex. You know, I've had somebody call the other day asking about a bond that I had never even heard of, and I had to do some research on it. But it just like for a business person. or something. It was uh, well, he was trying to get a bond on a on a residential 
side of construction and it would, just doesn't work that way but that's for another another situation yeah a lot of the businesses have to have these surety bonds right uh it depends on what you're doing and how it goes about it typically just general rule of thumb if you're the, the person you're bonding doesn't necessarily i'm trying to figure out the best way to say this you can't be the obligee on a bond which is who would be paid and be the owner of the property that'd be two separate things right because it creates a moral hazard what's the point of these surety bonds is it just why don't i call it insurance there's different types there's so many different types we could get into uh, what types of bonds are for what but just for example a surety bond or performance bond is kind of just saying hey we expect you to perform if we don't then we get this money um you've got a lot of that construction i assume yeah a lot of it has to do with municipalities more so than person or contractor to company or company to to its client you know it's a lot of municipality stuff that where the bonding has to go on when your clients get into an auto accident are you the first line of call or they said hey i'm in i got a car wreck what's going on not typically typically um we're the second most of the time folks are smart enough they they and they know call the cops get them there get the wreck taken care of and then call me but we do get a ton of calls you know right at it or at the accident scene of what do i need to do and um oftentimes it's more of a hey calm down take a deep breath is everybody okay if everybody's okay then we have insurance we'll get through it one thing that comes to mind on the homeowner side someone you know these these people who go door to door is telling you that you know they'll look at your roof and tell you if it need to be if it needs to be replaced and I would assume that you get a lot of calls to ask if that would be covered. Is that covered? If it's you know the storm may have happened six months ago, a year ago, whatever. It's just just wear and tear, and you have no idea. You're not a roofing expert. If somebody tells you because they knocked on your door, it's time to replace your roof. Is that ever covered through homeowners? If there is damage on your roof from a storm, then if you have a typical homeowner's policy, then yes, it would be covered. Um, Obviously, there's some exceptions there, but if someone comes knocking on your door and says, hey, you have damage on your roof, we can replace that for you. Your insurance company will take care of it. There's, I have no problem with that if that's necessarily the truth. My recommendation anytime someone calls like that is, is the roof leaking at the moment? No. Okay, then we have time. Let's get someone. Let's get a second opinion. Let's get a third opinion maybe. If that's the case, then let's shop around and see who's the best price for our roof before we go filing insurance claims. Let's make sure we know what we're talking about other than somebody knocking on the door saying, hey, you have roof damage. They have a conflict of interest. They want the business. They want the business. So, And we've seen some shady things happen over the years. Um, to a gentleman that now work in our office, used to be independent claims adjusters for some pretty major carriers. And they've seen what those shady fly-by-night guys will do to try to get a roof job. If you're just joining in, we're talking risk management with Mike Connolly of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home auto business and life insurance agency right here in Rutherford County. Online at MIDTNINSgroup.com. An article from Market Watch talking about things you didn't know about car insurance. A couple things that pop out that we discuss quite often. Brand loyalty can cost you. Absolutely. And why would that be? If I'm loyal to a company, shouldn't they be loyal to me? And they will be. They'll just keep renewing it, keep renewing it, but at a higher rate. They'll keep charging you more. They're going to charge you a little bit more. I mean, rates do go up and down, but we definitely probably see them go up just as any consumer does more often than they go down. So if you're brand loyal, that's great. Good for you. But just be expected. You're going to pay for that loyalty. 
literally out of your pocket. Yeah, they try to price time. it up as much as they can without you canceling. Sure. Now, maybe your carrier has the ability to reshop you within themselves, you know, every few years. I would at least have that conversation. I wouldn't just set it and forget it and walk down the road. And, and 10 years later, you've paid 30% more for your insurance over that decade than you ever should have. If you think switching car insurance company is as easy as stopping payment, you need to think again. Your policy will cancel, but your existing insurance company will report you to the credit bureaus for non-payment. Will that damage your credit? I've never seen anything like that happen. Is that a state-by-state thing, or is it just a possibility? I've never seen it happen in Tennessee, not one time. Because as long as you do everything as you're supposed to do it, then yes. Now, obviously, if you just walk away and don't tell them, and they carry you for a little bit longer than... You owe them money. You owe them money, then they can send that to collections, and yes, it could affect your credit, but yeah, that not, doesn't really read that way. But you think they would cancel the policy after a certain period? Of they time. do. They give you a few weeks. It's almost like a grace period of hey, we know you're late. And they just like don't go after it. you for the little bit of they money. They just don't probably well, cost them. Yeah, money. they'll just send you a bill. You know what I mean? And they'll let that bill go. You know what I mean? Eventually, they will send, send you collections over it. Also, your insurance history reflect a cancellation, which may cause a new insurance carrier to decline your application or charge you higher premiums. So the rule is just don't cancel. Like is it just hot auto insurance or is it home well, you, insurance? You too? can cancel as long as you have no lapses in coverage. And what would that be? Just a, a time period where you don't have you don't insurance. have insurance. Because the only thing that is reported that I personally know of and been doing this long enough that I think I would have noticed it by now um, is whether or not you have current insurance, whether or not your limits are 25, you know, whatever they may be, and whether it's active or not. As long as those three things are met, then you're kind of cleared as having current insurance. They look at you as being irresponsible for having a vehicle and not and driving it without insurance. Right. They gap. look at you as irresponsible for having a home, probably with a mortgage and not having insurance. Yes. Gaps in your auto insurance are like, man, they, they, they will sh- you shoot yourself in the foot more often than not. Um, homeowner's insurance is not as strict. There's not a system of reporting whether a policy is active or not. Um, we get calls. The biggest volume of calls we get at our office are from mortgage companies verifying coverage on a homeowner's policy because there's no way for them to check it on the back end another thing to know about auto insurance your car insurance company can cancel you at any time non-renew you at any time so it works both ways you can drop them at any time they can also drop you yeah within reason um they can non-renew you for any reason whatsoever which means that the next policy period your policy will not renew and you will not have coverage you'll have to find it elsewhere as far as canceling goes they can't just arbitrarily in the state of tennessee cancel your insurance they have a underwriting window at the beginning of the policy which is like the first 30 or 45 days where they can look at it and say you know what i'm leaving for whatever reason they want after that underwriting period is up, they can no longer just arbitrarily cancel your auto insurance policy or home policy until it comes up for renewal. Then they can non-renew. Then they can non-renew. Jump in with questions about anything personal finance related. Go on to financialcoachingradio.com. Click email the show. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. This is Financial Coaching Radio. In the house with Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. We're back right after this. We have many great insurance agents in Rutherford County. The trouble is, most of them really don't work for you and me. 
That's why I only recommend the independent agents of Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They've helped many of my clients get the home and auto insurance coverages they need while also saving them hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. See if you're wasting money on home and auto insurance today by calling Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 898-0053. That's 898-0053. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor. But a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio, the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. No books to sell. Certainly not pushing any live event tickets. I'll leave that to the other show. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial planner. In the house is Mike Conley with Middle Tennessee Insurance Group. They are an independent home and auto and business life insurance agency. Let's talk about life insurance benefits that go unclaimed. I was kind of telling you this. I had a client with possibly some unclaimed life insurance. There's apparently millions and millions of unclaimed life insurance out there. And I guess it's a result from family members not knowing that whoever deceased, whoever passed away, had life insurance. It happens all the time. All the time. And it is a, it's tough to keep these things in order. I mean, I'm in the business of estate planning and financial planning and and you, you change stuff around and you just you don't there's no really great way to keep it all together and keep it communicated properly and you can put everything in the same place but if no one knows where that place is right <laughs> or if you forget to put something in that that place yeah i know i have clients that if something happens suddenly to one or both of them there's a possibility that folks wouldn't know where their stuff was uh, part of its role, the NAIC developed a life insurance policy locator tool. You can find it on their website, which has helped consumers claim more than $765 million in benefits in the last four years. <laughs> Almost a billion. Probably is a billion. Now that we're talking about this show. $765 million since 2016 of unclaimed life insurance located. Wow. I want to locate some for me. Yeah, I wonder if anybody ever has made me a beneficiary. <laughs> More than 1,000 customers surveyed online using SurveyMonkey between 2000, January, 2000, January 2nd, 2020 to January 13, 2020. So Generation Z uh, included approximately equal numbers for Generation Z, Millennials, and Baby Boomers. So everybody's getting the money, apparently. It's mm-hmm. all across the board. It's amazing that there's that much money that goes. There's unclaimed bank accounts. There's unclaimed everything out there. And there's ways to search for it all. 
So you guys that that sell life insurance, what is some of the advice that you have having to deal with people trying to locate policies, I assume, when people pass away? I always have something, you know, uh, a fail-safe that you can come up with with a family member or with uh, a friend or something that, hey, this place is where all my important stuff is. You know what I mean? It may not be monetarily important in the present, but... Yeah, put it in one location. This is... One a, location. This is, that's my insurance policies. This is my will. It's all here. So maybe you get a file in a drawer, but yeah. if you... I think the issue is going to be going forward as everything becomes paperless, more and more paperless, is that people aren't going to keep anything. No. I, mean, I assume that you buy life insurance today, and I haven't. it hasn't been that long since I bought life insurance. Do they still mail the policy out? Oh yeah, yes. I think I can't part remember of that. if I. So that's that's there's my deal. I, I'm assuming I got a policy for the last life insurance policy I bought, but I don't remember getting it. Sure, and they do. They still send them out in paper form. Um, typically, if you don't know, if you know you have a policy and you don't know where it is, call your agent. He, he can always get you a second copy. So personal insurance you buy through an agent, they're mailing you a policy. Yes, but if you have employer provided benefits. Different There's really story. not a policy. There's no. a, probably a handbook or explanation of benefits somewhere, but most would just pitch that because it's a gigantic. Yes. So if you pass away with employer-provided benefits, life insurance benefits, I'd assume those get lost all the time. All the time. You know what I mean? And if, if you have a spouse or a loved one who, who has died while still employed, um, make sure you reach out to that company's HR department and ask that question. You would think there'd be some type of system in place, right? Yeah. Because when the employee dies, they have to tell somebody that they died. Yeah, you would you would think once HR at the appropriate place found out that, telling, that they would have some kind of protocol of notifying, but maybe not. Well, it could be that hey, we're gonna try our, we're gonna try our best, wink wink, to pay this out. But it is money that they're losing when they do pay it out. Yeah, you not think. the company, but the life insurance company. Yeah. So if you have if you want to see if you have unclaimed benefits, NAIC is the place to go. And I know that's kind of an insurance thing. All things insurance yes. related on yes. the life side, they have a thing that help you locate a life insurance policy locator. Mike, appreciate your help today. Thank you. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Listen anytime, anywhere at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm Jason Qual, certified financial planner. We're back right after this. Hey, Financial Coaching Radio listeners, if you don't understand exactly how your financial advisor is compensated, you could be in big trouble. My name is Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner. To learn more about why my process is so unique, go to jasonquallscfp.com or call 878-2134 today. Donegal offers car and homeowner's insurance at rates that are very competitive. So competitive that Donegal's car insurance rates are among the lowest in the state. And if you insure your car and home with Donegal, Donegal will take up to an additional 10% off their already low rates. Donegal, a better value. Let us quote your auto and home and maximize your discounts. Call Middle Tennessee Insurance Group at 615-898-0053. Would you like your business to be more efficient? Well-organized financial records are the foundation of any successful business. Taking advantage of your competition today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. They can provide you with 
expert bookkeeping, payroll services, tax planning, and much, much more. Go to THWCPA.com or call them at 848-1072 today. Now more than ever, start your mornings with WGNS. The Action Line with Bart Walker. Weekdays at 810. Truman Jones is on weekday mornings at 9 on WGNS. Welcome back to the show. Taking a quick look at what's going on in the markets. Obviously, it could be up, could be down. Obviously, that's the only two directions. It really is just basically flat unless the market is closed. What has you fearful of the market? Is it politics? Is it some virus? I would. It made me think when I checked this is how many people over-examine how their investments are doing. Is it, is it twerking you all up? Are you getting all stressed out? You check it every day for some of these stories that, you know, my dad, my brother, my cousin, my buddy checks his investments every hour, all the time. There's something we haven't talked about in a while, and we'll have to cover it again uh, as a full show, is you, know, you can check your accounts too often. If you check, if you highly monitor your accounts, the damage it's doing to your, your financial mentality could lead you to make investing mistakes. So let's make sure we put a realm on it, or, or put a rein on it. And we're not checking our money as far as perform, you know, check and make sure it's there. But we're not looking at how well we're doing, how well the market's doing on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, maybe monthly at most. I'd like to see you check it on a quarterly basis because the more you check it, the more likely you're going to wish you would have done something differently. And those short term moves is what causes you to make big investing, investing mistakes. Learn more about what I do, how I do it, and how I can help you at JasonQualsCFP.com. Check out FinancialCoachingRadio.com to listen anytime, anywhere. I'm out. Be safe. Keep it locked in. More local talk on the way. <laughs> 